Hey, Palmer Shores, and welcome back to our study in John. We're going to be looking at chapter 17, verses 1 through 11. And at this point now, Jesus has finished teaching and speaking to the disciples, and now he's turned uh, to pray to God. And it's a really great read, so let's just go ahead and dive in. Uh, in chapter 17, verse 1, it says, When Jesus had spoken these words, he lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, that the Son may glorify you since you have given him authority over all flesh to give eternal life to all whom you have given him. And this is the eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. I glorified you on earth, having accomplished the work that you gave me to do. And now, Father, glorify me in your own presence with the glory that I had with you before the world existed. I have manifested your name to the people whom you gave me out of the world. Yours they were, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything that you have given me is from you. For I have given them the words that you gave me, and they have received them and have come to know in truth that I am from you, and they have believed that you have sent me. I am praying for them. I am not praying for the world, but for those whom you have given me, for they are yours. All mine are yours, and all yours are mine, and I am glorified in them. And I am no longer in this world, but they are in the world. And I am coming to you, Holy Father, keep them in your name, which you have given me, that they may be one, even as we are one. So this passage today, uh, and really the whole chapter of 17, is um, incredible to study just because we get to see how Jesus prayed, uh, how he got to speak to the Father. Um, we see how he prays uh, for and about, uh, or we see what he prays for and about, and how he approaches the Father um, in that way. So, uh, a few things that stand out at first glance, and um, these surely aren't comprehensive, is that God is to be glorified in his work. So G Jesus' mission here on earth is coming to a close um, at this point, and the result of that mission is the greatest news that we've ever been given, that God orchestrated and sent Jesus into the world to demonstrate his love and his mercy on those he calls to himself. As Jesus looks towards, to, looks towards his death, he knows that it's not the end. Uh, his glory will be even more magnified when Jesus defeats death and ascends to be with the Father. And another thing that stands out to me uh, is just the eternality of this passage. So Jesus describes eternal life as knowing the one or knowing the only true God and Jesus Christ that God sent. And I recently uh, re read a book that highlighted a section on what eternity and heaven would look like. And um, just wondering, like, have you ever thought? through or dreamt about what it'd be like um, when we're in heaven. And it's hard for us to grasp and wrap our minds around it, but uh, it's about uh, what we just spoke on, um, God's glory. He is the author, creator, sustainer, orchestrator of heaven and earth, and he reigns, and um, all of eternity, all of uh, in heaven will be centered on God's glory. And uh, he has created a place for us to enjoy him, and to demonstrate the love in which Christ Jesus has done for us. So we have eternal life and we get to go to heaven only because uh, we are sealed with the Holy Spirit by believing and trusting in Jesus being our Savior and our mediator between God the Father. And this is demonstrated clearly in this passage. And so verse 9 says, Jesus is praying for us, not for the world, but for those who are his. And an encouragement and a boost that we gain from this, um, Jesus is praying on our behalf because... We are his. While Jesus is no longer in this world, he's able to empathize with us because he has experienced every pain and emotion and feeling that we have here on earth. 
Um, so he can vouch to the Father on our behalf because his life was perfect and his payment for our sin is sufficient to have eternal life. Uh, so what are we supposed to learn and take away from a prayer between Jesus and God? Uh, one thing is clear is that the mystery of the gospel is no longer a mystery anymore. Jesus has come and fulfilled exactly what he was supposed to do. And just because Jesus is no longer here with us in the world, he is still actively praying for us. And the relationship never ended, but continues now and will into eternity. And so this is such a packed passage that's really impossible to cover over everything in such a small amount of time. But um, I'm going to leave it here and hope that y'all have a, a great discussion in your groups um, as y'all work through the guides as well. So uh, we'll talk to you next time.